0: Hello and welcome to the Sports Online Podcast, where we talk about football to fishing and everything in between. I'm your host, Isaac, with Samuel and Border. Today, we're going to talk about the, uh, the, what's following the Super Bowl. That is, the upcoming NFL season. There's a lot of drama associated with it, as well as everything from the combine to the draft, recruiting, and anything to do with money, business, the whole uh, shebang. We've got rookie contracts, people negotiating new contracts, and uh we're excited to see how it how it comes about. How are you all?
1: And don't forget major Twitter beefs.
0: I am doing all right. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing, doing well. actually quite well. Awesome, that's good. Uh yeah, no, major Twitter beefs definitely fall in that category of drama. I agree. And uh we'll we'll uh we'll review that later. But for now, I want to get into draft prospects.
1: Well, before we get into that, we Ooh. need Porter to answer the question. How are you doing, Porter? I'm doing well. Good. Sorry, I
2: didn't want to interrupt
1: while you were that's okay. talking to him. But yeah,
0: all right, well, now I guess we get the podcast started. Draft prospects. Anything, uh, any any declarees, if that's what you'd call it, anybody interesting you I in th- terms of like uh, potential prospects for s- struggling teams, Texans, uh, anybody like that?
2: I think the most surprising thing was seeing Will Levis so highly, um, his draft stock being so high. I mean, he did do all right at Kentucky. I just feel like... Putting him over Hendon Hooker, which arguably had a um, Heisman contend or Heisman-winning season, um, com- going with the likes of Stinson Bennett and Caleb Williams leading into it. Um, I think that um, Will Levis. I think he could turn out. I think he can go either way. I think he could be a bust or he could be a solid quarterback. Um, it just all depends who he's going to.
0: That's pretty crazy. I did not realize Will Levis was number three. That's a uh, a lot higher than I would have thought. And, uh, and then Bryce Young, obviously being number one, makes you know a, a lot of sense. But uh, I don't know. And then we've got the D line, Jalen Carter from Georgia. Uh, it makes, makes sense as well. Georgia had a very dominant season, so I can see why. And I'm looking at your screen right now, and they're
2: saying that he is better than C.J. Stroud, which is very surprising.
1: I'm looking at a mock draft right now, and it says he'll go number two to the Texans, and Bryce Young will go to the Colts is what I see.
0: Yeah, uh, PFF's top 100 has C.J. Stroud under Will Anderson, Will Levis, Jalen Carter, and Bryce Young.
1: That's that's pretty crazy. Uh, it makes
0: sense, though, um, why why
1: Devin Leary went to Kentucky now. I didn't realize how good Will Levis was supposed to be.
0: I'm surprised that PFF doesn't have a wide receiver in the top 15 outside of Quentin Johnson, TCU.
2: Who was the Ohio State receiver?
0: I have no idea. He's not on this draft. Uh, oh, you're talking uh, about um,
1: uh, Injiba, Smith Njiba, right? It might have been him. But you said
0: wide a receiver from who? Ohio uh Ohio State.
2: He I forgot. He got like he got a couple t- touchdowns in the not the estimate. Oh,
1: the, yes. Uh Jackson Smith in Jeeba. He is projected on the, on the mock draft that I see to go 24th uh to the 24th? Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. It's if crazy.
2: They, if the Jaguars get him, then that's crazy.
1: Um yeah.
2: I mean with him if they put him in that core, I think he could really have a standout year with the likes of Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is actually going to have a better year this coming up year than he did last year. Um, I feel like no, I know there's a lot of pressure on it because of how well he just did in this previous season, but I feel that with um, with him getting um, more experienced in the league, with him having a good campaign with this team, and him just building bonds with these people. Um I think this next season could be a real um defining part of his career and could really solidify him as a um potential uh, all-pro player seeing on uh, how well he's done.
1: You don't think he'd make it he he didn't make it to all-pro this year?
2: I I partially think um th- I think it was because the QB was out. It was Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes And they replaced him with, I think it was Tyler Huntley and, um, and Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why they had, uh, Tyler Huntley in there. I thought they could have put in someone like, um, I think Aaron or, or no, I'm thinking NFC, AFC. I was thinking more of like a, um. Was Joe Burrow in there? He, he wasn't, which is weird. I thought they would have put Joe Burrow in, but I guess not. He had a really good year. Um. But yeah, speaking of the Bengals, I think the Bengals are gonna become like a Bills. Like they're gonna they're gonna have that one year where they do well and then they're gonna be kinda eh, in the playoffs uh, but in the regular season they're gonna do pretty well. But again, who knows? Um it's just that O line is really worrying me. Um with how much protection they're giving Joe Burrow.
0: I think that's really gonna be What do you mean lack thereof? I mean, he's he's been hit the most over the past two seasons, right, including sacks. Yeah, that he's yeah. been sacked the most. That that's their
2: Achilles' heel. If they can if they can fix that, then I think they could pretend. They, I think they could win a Super Bowl.
0: Um, I mean, they already got there with a definitely subpar O line. So imagine what they can do with Joe Burrow actually being protected.
2: Yeah, and with those Georgia guys, um, if they get any of them, or any of like Michigan or, um. Ohio State, like I said, or uh, even TCU. TCU was all right, even though they didn't do too well against Georgia. I think there's definitely some potential in um, what's going on over there. And another thing for the future of the NFL is Aaron Rodgers. Um, there's been a lot of trade rumors going around about him going to the Jets. What do you think about that, Samuel?
1: Uh, That doesn't really concern me as much because – I don't think. I mean, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't a good quarterback, but I think we will be okay without Aaron either way. I mean, I mean, whether he leaves or he stays, I think we will be able. I mean, Jordan Love is. He he seems to be. Um, at least I heard Aaron Jones say that he's starting to develop more and more, and just getting more comfortable in the pocket. But I wanted to say um, that the first pick for at least I'm looking at the latest mock draft. They're gonna be it says like they would pick a tight end.
2: Um I mean with their receiver core, I don't think they need a tight end with well, the likes of Jamar Chase, Tyler
1: Boyd, is and T. Higgins. Is there tight end uh Hayden Hurst? Yeah. Okay. And Hayden Hurst was pretty good when he was with Atlanta. He was yeah, not bad. He was solid. Um
2: and I, I wanted you I heard this thing online. Um I forgot who it was from. But there is a statement saying that if the Jets got Aaron Rodgers, they turn Garrett Wilson into Devontae Adams. What do you think about that statement?
1: I think it's um I'm not saying that like that Garrett Wilson is as good as Devontae Adams, but I think that would be an amazing wide receiver quarterback duo. But but Brees Hall's also there. Yes. Well, and Michael Carter. Yeah. But um and C J Azu- Uzuma. I, anyway, um, I would say that. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, I think, me well at least, me personally that, Garrett Wilson, has the potential, to be like a Devontae? Yes, but, I don't know. I. What's more of his style? What's his
2: route? Is it, is he, does he have like a Devontae esque route running type style? Or is he more of like a, like a Stephon Diggs or like a Justin Jefferson?
1: I don't, I don't know. Um, because he, not, it's not just because he won offensive or offensive rookie of the year. Um, he's just really shifty. He's really good at what, at what he does. And he's just, he's really tough. But I wanted to say that, um, and this is where my train of thought why, what I lost, that Derek Carr is supposedly meeting with the Jets. So Aaron Rodgers I heard
0: that Aaron Rodgers had some uh potential to going to the Jets. Uh I don't know. yeah, uh the Jets are really just desperate for anybody that isn't Zach Wilson. I don't although he does he has he has a very, very, very low floor, but I think his ceiling is actually pretty high.
1: Well th- so and I I don't th- I don't think that what you're saying is is wrong, Isaac, but I do have to say that um, the Jets are not looking to get rid of Zach Wilson. They're trying to find a veteran that he can develop with so that he can just get more... I don't know if advice would be the word that a quarterback needs. Um, but that,
2: that seems like a thing. I, I
1: guess, guess. But, um, no, I think, you know, whether it's Derek Carr, and I, me personally, I think Derek Carr would be an amazing quarterback to How have. How old is he? It's uh, like,
2: like he just turned 30 or something like that. So. Know. I mean, if they put him in there, he could definitely be a starting quarterback, and then Zach Wilson could just be, like, the backup. It's not just what Zach Wilson is, like, on the field. It's also his off-the-field behavior that kind of gets him into a little bit of trouble. Um, But, I mean, with Derek Carr, if he goes to the Jets, that will give him a lot more, you know, playing time than what he had at the Raiders, even though he did have pretty good playing time there. I think with that he could possibly go back to you know his old self where he was making Pro Bowls and doing all that stuff.
1: Well, you know that Derek Carr has the most touchdown passes in Raiders in franchise for the Raiders their franchise history. But And um, Derek Carr was born in nineteen ninety one, so we need to do the math there.
2: So two thousand one.
1: T- well twenty we're in twenty twenty three, so 32. that's nine nine plus twenty three yeah thirty two.
2: Depends when. Still, um, I'm feeling if Derek Carr goes to the Jets, I think the Jets could really be a problem. That's an and a good thing. Like I'm saying, like they could t- definitely become one of the more upper echelon AFC teams for the season. But it depends how everything you know, how everyone you know molds together into one. Because again, you have players like Brees Hall and uh Garrett Wilson, and you have. It's such an electric defense. I think their defense is probably top five in AFC. You got
1: Sauce and then Sauce Gardner, and then you have Quinian, I think is how you say his name? Quinian Williams, one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL, in my opinion. Their linebacker
2: Um, core is pretty solid, too.
1: I don't know much about their linebacker core other than they have C.J. Mosley, who made the Pro Bowl this year. and He had a very good season.
2: Um yeah, if their defense can play at that ability still, and their
0: offense can improve, I think they could definitely push for a playoff spot. So, I'm surprised they haven't hit one yet. They were close. They're to very consistent, it. and I mean, with somebody, how did Sauce? Was he in the top three for defensive rookie of the year?
1: No, he got the defensive rookie of the year. I thought that
0: was Bosa. No, Bosa got defensive player of the year. Exactly. Okay. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing that up, um. Do you think that the Jets have a chance? Because I think actually next year, I think the Patriots have a legitimate shot on, because they have Kyle Duggar holding back, you know, that safety position and with the promising um, season of Ramondre Stevenson, Jacoby Myers, um, and I, I guess Mac Jones. I don't really know if it was, I don't think his his season this year was as good as the season last year. Um I don't know. I think it'll be a loaded conference next year.
2: Everyone said the main issue with the Patriots was their um, offensive coordinator. I forgot his name. Okay. I don't know if they still have him.
1: No, Matt Patricia was their defensive coordinator, right? Uh,
2: it's. I think, yeah, Matt Patricia. They said he's the problem with the Patriots right now. But again, who knows?
0: Maybe he could. I physics. can definitely agree with that. I mean, his play calling is even... Because I, I love Kyle Shanahan, but he plays so reserved. Matt Patricia has him beat by far.
2: The thing with Kyle Shanahan after that Super Bowl loss, he's kind of lost his, you know, his, his um, his guts to, if you will, to you know make these plays or make these calls. I think the only like true person that I've seen have true success with these um, big calls is Duck Peterson. I think as of longevity stance, like Matt Patricia, at the beginning of his uh, coaching career, his calls they they worked they were multiple super bowl champions they made it to the super bowl plenty of times but i feel like with Doug Peterson his um his longevity with this call playing i think is what makes him s- such a great um coach and it's worked we've we've seen the jaguars become true afc
1: contenders and i think they could make a push for the super bowl this next year so and what about riverboat ron though riverboat R- ron rivera will be the best fourth down Co- like the one to go for fourth down, Coach Ram. Oh, right. is my it's name.
0: fantastic. I love I love that name too. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Riverboat Ron. But the reason why I was talking about good.
0: Speaking of the Commanders,
2: yeah. they recent they just got the offensive coordinator from the Chiefs. They got they got him, mm-hmm. which is good, and they got a very solid defensive coordinator, and I could see the Commanders doing really well this year.
1: They had a, and I I know that um. It didn't show, at least postseason-wise, but I thought they had a very good season this year. If
2: they were in the AFC, I think they could have been a bottom seed team. I think they could have made the wild card.
1: Well, let me see... Because
2: they were in the best division in the NFL. All of the teams in that division were over five hundred.
1: Yeah, so they went 8-8-1 eight, eight and one this year, which, I mean, I wouldn't complain about that. And then uh, we were talking about uh, the the conference with the jets and the, the Patriots, that conference is going to be stacked. And here's my reasoning. Buffalo. Yeah. So automatic dolphins, dolphins, the Patriots and the jets. Those are, and like, if, if we're going to talk about a stacked secondary in that conference, listen to the secondary for the Patriots. And not only that, but they have Matthew Judon, which really good Lawrence guy, really good. Um, and then they also have, uh, I think, he. so I know he played for the Dolphins. Calvin Munson, I'm pretty sure he did not too bad with the Dolphins. But they have um, Jalen Mills, which from the Eagles team when they won the Super Bowl. That's their corner. And then they have Quandre Mosley, who's pretty decent. And then we're going to go ahead and get into the safeties. Okay, this is crazy. Kyle Duggar, Devin McCourty. Jabril Peppers and Adrian Phillips. That's solid. pretty solid. And then if you want to look at um well, I know with the with Buffalo you have Jordan Poyer, very good. You know, for the for Miami you have uh Xavier Howard and the Miami safety, um, who went to Oregon who's been playing amazing. Uh Oh, and then you also have Bradley Chubb and Jerome Baker, who are both and Trey Flowers, Melvin Ingram, Jalen Phillips. Uh those players are all very, very talented. Xavier Howard, you have Byron Jones, um, Javon Holland, Eric Rowe, Brent, Brandon Jones. it's just it's gonna be a fun I think in every conference. Um this is a question I want to ask you what conference is gonna be the weak link this coming up season?
2: Like which one's gonna be the worst? Mm hmm. I'm not. I just say it, but I think it's in between the AFC South and the NFC or the NFC South.
1: Really? Even with how good of a season they. Oh, I oh, think that.
2: Mind. I think the. I think the AFC South is going to be better because they have the Jaguars. Yeah. And the Titans, um, which at one point I think the Titans might make somewhat of a revival, if they can. I think if they can get a solid receiver back in their core, I think they could definitely com- compete with the Jaguars. Well, they
1: have. They have Robert Woods, and they have Traylon Burks, who's the rookie from Arkansas who showed mm. some promising results. But they have Derrick Henry, of course. Yeah, but the NFC South with – oh, <laughs> here's a good question. Who's replacing Tom Brady?
0: Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Man, I hope it's Brock Purdy. That would be such an amazing at, at story. You don't want him to stay with, with – Oh, those. oh, oh, I thought you were saying his legacy-wise. No, no, no. Uh, At the Buccaneers, Jameis Winston. I mean – Hey. Jameis is at
1: the Saints. It's now it's said to be either Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask.
0: I would not be surprised with Blaine Gabbert.
2: I'll see I could see Blaine Gabbert. He can make someone a revival if he can. I mean, I don't know.
1: How long has he been in the league? Blaine Gabbert? Yeah. Um he was drafted let me see. He was so he's born he's thirty three. Okay. And
2: so he's like, he's he should be an experienced veteran.
1: He was drafted in
2: 2011. Okay, so he's been around for, what, 12 years? So, okay, so he's been around for a good period of time, which is, I mean, a veteran player could work with that team, or a veteran quarterback.
1: Yeah, he didn't play in the 2019 season, though. Yeah, man.
2: That Buccaneers team, I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm just, I feel like... I'm worried this is gonna become an a, a thing again where Tom Brady is gonna come back.
1: No, he retired for good.
2: Uh, yeah, I hope it stays that way. Um, well,
1: linebacker core they have Shaquille and Levante David. They lost. Didn't they lose a lot of their uh, and Devin White? They still have those three big dudes that are really good, and uh, their quarter wise they have a lot of young talent, mm-hmm. but they also have Antoine Winfield, Logan Ryan, um, Keanu Neal, Sean Murphy, Bunting. And I'm pretty sure Carlton Davis the third, who I think is doing quite well, um. So they're pretty solid. What defense. picks do they have in the draft? That's a great question. If they
2: if they have a good if they have a solid um, pick, I was thinking they could get a um, either a quarterback or I was thinking they could get um Hendon Hooker because I mean apparently because nobody wants him apparently, yet he is probably one of the best. Probably quarterbacks in the draft class.
1: I would take he, Heaton Hooker's amazing.
2: Um, I th- he's better than Will Levis, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about Will Levis. What makes him so high no, high rated on the draft board?
2: I think is because I mean he did have a pretty stellar season at Kentucky. He got them ranked for the first time in years. Uh, they were a pretty they, like at the beginning of the year they were contending for the SEC title. Um, they were top ten at one point. They were um number seven, I think. Let me check. Um, but they they were undefeated for a good period and then they obviously played Georgia, which didn't go too well. Yeah. Played Tennessee, which uh didn't go too well.
1: Didn't they lose to Vanderbilt too? I'm
2: gonna mm, check. It might have.
1: So they started off the season twentieth and then they beat they beat Florida. That's who they beat that put them on the map.
2: Florida State or Florida Gators? Florida
1: Gators. And they Wow, Porter, you said. Wait, what? Do you, what rank do you think they got down to? Seventh. Yeah, you're seventh. correct. Um, they played Ole Miss, but they they lost to Ole Miss, and then they lost to South Carolina.
2: South Carolina. I'm surprised they weren't ranked for a while.
1: And then they lost to um to Tennessee. That was not a pretty well, game.
2: University. Of and they
1: did lose to Vanderbilt, 24 to 21, and that's what knocked them out of um contention. And then they lost. They got swept by Iowa. They lost 21-0 to in their bowl game. But Jeez.
2: Yeah, it's... Man. D- they got sm- they got slapped by Georgia, too.
1: Yeah, 40... Uh, I don't think they
0: played Georgia. They didn't play Georgia? But Georgia, but Georgia slapped everybody. The, the only nice team they honest. didn't slap is Ohio State. Well, With that's just because it's Ohio State. They that probably... I mean, even Alabama was still shaky.
2: Honestly, I would have rather that game be the championship. I'm sorry, but... Well, like Georgia and Ohio State? Yeah. They yeah actually, for sure. They
1: didn't slap everybody. They um
2: They they dominated Tennessee, which was very surprising. They
1: didn't. Thirteen to
0: twenty seven. I was gonna say
2: definitely it was
1: not a their
2: de- their, well their defense dominated.
0: Well, I- even then it was still only two possessions, which is not Anything to cough at, especially because it's Georgia we're talking well,
1: about. Well, you want to know who they? If you want to talk about a dominating game, look at the national championship. That was that, a dominating
0: game. That 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 is suggests the that need for the, an existence of a mercy rule. That is the
2: worst loss in Nation- all of college, in I, all of college football. I yeah.
0: can't even comprehend how TCU managed to do that. Mm-hmm.
2: I um, I bet Vanderbilt. Well, no, that that's kind of.
0: Kind of low. I think, uh, like a prime NC State could beat that TCU team. I don't. know They I were. Don't, I don't know about TCU that. TCU was tripping over their own feet. I think if that NC State, I think if
2: that NC State, like at the beginning of the year, like when they were good, right. I think if they played Georgia in that final, they were lost. But but I don't it would have been they a lot closer lost by fifty plus
0: points. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, but, but there's a lot of talent on know. that TCU side too. I, I was not expecting that. But there's moving
0: on, moving on to our next topic point. How about you mentioned Twitter beef? What's uh, I noticed the drama between AJ Brown and ju- was ju- it ju- ju- Juju Smith? So uh, a- any other drama going on before the draft?
1: Honestly, I don't really pay. T- I don't want to pay attention to that stuff because I'm just getting mad over nothing. I mean, there was
0: like there was like trade
2: stuff, but we already mentioned that like the Aaron Rodgers stuff and the right. Derek Carr stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, nothing really bad went down. Um, a thing I saw was tra- was the Kelseys, their um, their mom. It was it's a cool story, she um, she went to um. She went out after the game was over, and she was talking with Jason. And yeah, and no,
0: he he wasn't upset. He was actually happy his mom could have been there. Yeah, and
2: I don't know if you saw the clip on Instagram, but um, during their podcast they were talking about her and they just broke down because dude, that that, that was so
0: that'll um. tug at your heartstrings, man. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, their mom is such a, she's a cool lady. It That is such an insane way to, like, live your life. Like, she lives in the craziest world. She's got two sons who are definitely taking care of her, taking her to the Super Bowl. I'm sure she had a booth seat. And, I mean, could you imagine having multiple kids who are NFL superstars? I mean, Travis nearly wasn't. Jason had to bail him out but i mean even patrick mahomes dad he was like boy you different because i mean the dude's been more dominant than anything we've ever seen other than maybe tom brady but uh, like he's got michael vick's legs he's got
1: mm, i wouldn't say he has w- michael vick's I, legs i would say
2: he has his
0: mobility like he can maybe maybe more of a steve young like just really Really, he's very mobile. He's very he's able to move very well. He's not the fastest guy, but he's a very shifty guy. Yes. I yeah, agree. for sure.
1: Only thing with Michael Vick, well, I'd say the best quarterback, the best rushing quarterback that in NFL history is Lamar oh. Jackson, and there's no doubt in uh, yeah, my mind I, about that.
0: I mean, Michael Vick in a close second, but Lamar Jackson for sure. Yes. Yeah. And it's crazy. He came from a Louisville team that –
2: they were ranked. They, they were amazing.
0: They were really good, but his season before he declared for the draft, they were awful.
2: Did he win Heisman that year? Yes. That
0: no, the, I think it was the year before. Was it the year before? Yeah. Well, he did sure. win a Heisman. Oh, for sure. I mean, he definitely deserved it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, moving forward uh, for this next NFL season, talking about awards, uh, what are your predictions for NFL's Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year? Defensive?
2: I think... I feel like Nick Bosa or... I feel like...
0: I mean, Bosa so already took it this year. Can you have a repeat? Yeah. Or has it just never happened before?
1: No, it did. I'm sure it's happened before. I'm sure, I'm I'm sure, sure J.J. Ha- Watt did it.
0: Or um, I'm sure Bo Jackson or Barry Sanders would have had an infant NFL Offensive Player of the Year for sure. I wouldn't be surprised. <sighs> Taylor Lawrence. I thought he... Ooh, Sean Taylor. Maybe or a Brian Dawkins.
2: Sh- yeah. Or not Taylor Lawrence.
1: Sean... T- not Sean Taylor. Um, But yes. I um. Was
2: you know what I'm talking about? He's a Giants legend from the oh 80s. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor, sorry. Lawrence
0: Taylor, Taylor. would have been. He th- probably th- got a couple in a row. Lawrence Taylor was a beast. Mm-hmm. He was ridiculous. huh. Yeah, but he got some. But yeah, uh, so looking at teams who have like, I'm sure people thought Jonathan Taylor was going to get Offensive Player of the Year this year, and oh, he, that was
1: a. It's
0: <laughs> just yeah. hard because they lost a lot of their their line. Which Did they lose Quentin help.
1: Nelson to injury?
0: Uh, they lost. I think the Colts were running on third, fourth string, like last wind levels. The
1: person they franchise tagged. You know, I can't remember did. who. Well, Jonathan Taylor's not
2: bad. I think it's just the line kind of helped him out because they gave him those open gaps where he could just
0: sprint through it. Well, it's like did. Mark Andrews with his breakout year. I mean, every once everybody has a breakout year, and then people adjust. Yeah. Same with Debo Samuel. I'm sure people thought he was going to be a contender.
2: Well, I mean, he still he still has like quality. I think it's just well. So does
0: Jonathan Taylor.
2: Yeah, I think I think Debo. I think he's proven himself a lot more than most of the people have. Um, at least like people that were like Jonathan Taylor, where they had a breakout season and then um they don't do as well the next season. I think Debo has um shown people that he has the quality to hold that that um that type of play. Um, I think that he's still think one of the more underrated players I think the whole of the 49ers receiving core is pretty underrated I agree I think with Brandon Ayuk and Jawan Shannings yeah and obviously Debo I think they're one of the more underrated uh, receiver cores
1: and also um, I don't hear anyone talking about Kyle Juicy Juice
0: Kyle uh, he is the best fullback in the league, I since agree. there's all of two. Yeah. But yeah, Patrick Ricard yeah.
1: and Kyle Husek. That's about it. Yeah,
0: but I think in the last 10 years, 15 years, I think it's fair to say Husek has been the best. I agree. Uh, I mean, I, I really think that, especially like league MVP has turned I- MVP, anything with the tag MVP has turned into the quarterback award. Yes. I one
1: hundred thousand percent agree with that. I mean,
0: Adrian Peterson is the most recent one not to be a quarterback, and that was fifteen years ago.
1: It was more recent than that.
2: It's like tw-
0: it was in tw- the last. It was in the last fifteen, it but on the years. back end of that. Eleven 15. years ago. Yeah, so I am like twenty twelve. Um,
2: another. That's kind of a thing that I've been thinking about. Um. An MVP. I am thinking this might be a year where this all changes, where it's not just gonna be quarterback. It's gonna be an just a player on offense.
1: I want it to be an offensive lineman.
2: I'm thinking that it may be like a
0: Eagles offense. I think it might be Jason Kelsey.
1: Who knows? I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, uh
0: we'll uh, we'll have to get more into awards, not only just in NFL but just in, in sports in general. But that'll have to be uh, a different podcast. Uh as for that, I am confident and very proud to say that we have done absolute bits really getting this podcast nailed down yes talking about everything that we possibly could not getting off on too many tangents and just for a second episode doing really solid but yeah uh thank y'all for listening god bless y'all we'll see you on the other side